I want to give you a spoiler alert. It happens. Yes. It happens even sometimes right before we hit record on a podcast where we have to talk some things through and... Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And this week we want to talk about romance in marriage, why it's important and how to cultivate it. That's right. But before we do that, we just celebrated grade eight grad. Well, we I guess did. we didn't celebrate. Our daughter celebrated. We what is, did. We what celebrated does that look like? her. Is that how you say like we, I guess so. Yeah. We celebrated together. Yes, definitely. That's how it would go. Yeah. yeah. Any takeaways from it or what, what do you like about the grads or, because uh, I mean, this is grad season. Like you've got grade eight grad, you've got convocation from universities, grade 12 grad, yeah. kindergarten, pre-K. Like, <laughs> I feel like we should just have a grad every every class. You should just graduate. That might make it seem like it's not so special anymore <laughs> well, if we make it to be, too common. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of fun. It's a milestone, you know, ending those elementary school years, heading into high school. And so just kind of nice to commemorate that, celebrate it, look at the past year and and it is a kind of a big next step heading into high school and just there's a lot of change in high school so it was fun to go and to celebrate them and and to hear their speeches and yeah it was a lot of fun our daughter was one of the students who gave the um toast to the parents parents yeah Yeah. and uh her and a friend and another classmate and they did a really good job and so that was fun to see them and i don't know they're just growing up and yeah. looking all looking so grown up in oh, their the, the suits, suits and dresses and, and yeah I but I really noticed this year there's not a lot of dress shoes or suit shoes or I guess they're called dress, dress shoes, shoes right but <laughs> everyone's rocking the sneakers yeah. and the high tops or the what a skate shoes or I'm like <laughs> yeah like there's definitely been a shift in what you're allowed to wear with a suit yeah there's even one boy who had a bow tie shirt and shorts like just rocking the shorts yeah. that was awesome yeah I, I love seeing them just get dressed up and just the different the suits and the different ties and the shoes like the shoes really stand out to me especially <laughs> the guys that rock the new shoes with uh with the suits and like running shoes and Anyways, I'm always I'm always impressed with yeah. how they put themselves together, uh, together for it, which is which is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. Yeah, uh, this is a new thing that I started seeing this year. You know how everyone did like the whole first day of school photo? Yeah. Now there's the last day of school photo happening. Everyone and then people put them side by side and post them on on the whole Facebook thing that's uh, that's out there. And so it's like this is what the kid looks like at the day one, and then here's what they look like at the end okay. of. Okay, I haven't seen any of that. I never go on Facebook. Yeah, but it's interesting <laughs> to see actually how much change, like yeah. like how much a person actually changes in such a short little time, especially kids, right? Like they. they well, it's like 10 Grow. months, yeah. so it's not a short time. It's- well, let's do that. Let's take a picture of you, <laughs> and then 10 months later, take another picture. Like, I don't feel like we change that much in 10 months. Oh, that's because we're adults. Well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, for kids, they change so much. They yeah. change so fast. Kids do. There's some some at our church where I'm every time I see them, I'm like, 
you grew again. Yeah. Like you used Well, his to- mom said that he's like double fisting at supper. Like I'll have two <laughs> buns and two baked potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I grow the other way. Uh, the, the stomach grows if I do that. Where, yeah. When I'm younger, you can eat whatever you wanted. It's true. Whatever you wanted. Anyways, <laughs> grade eight grad, that's what's going on in our home. It was a lot of fun to be part of as this is our last daughter who's now moving into high school. We have, what, four years left? And yeah. then we'll be, well, three in three years, the plan will be celebrating Janie from university and then Sophia from grade 12 in four years. And yeah. then, yeah. Wow. Like, I'm just like <laughs> processing right now what's going <laughs> and on. And Sophia will be on to university, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever she <laughs> picks to go. Anyways, anyways, it's been a lot of fun this last little week and celebrating our daughter as she graduates grade eight so if anyone has any grads out there we want to say congratulations great job on all the hard work through over the years whether you're graduating university whether you're graduating high school elementary school (laughs) junior school or years or or middle years middle school like depending what province they're in yeah or kindergarten or pre-k i think i I think any I, graduation, any I think, gra- is what you're trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations, everybody. That's what we want to say. All right, romance. That's what we want to unpack a little bit here today. I always find it's so interesting, the progression of a relationship and like the progression that it a relationship takes. Like early on in the relationship, it's really easy. Seems like it takes no effort, you know, <laughs> to be romantic, to get dressed up, to go on dates, to do crazy things right. for each other, to show interest in, in each other's interests. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, I remember this one time in our dating years. Yeah, well, this was, I'm trying to think if we would have been married. Yeah, we would have been married. Yeah, actually, yeah, this is early married year story yeah. here. That's right, that's right. But you were away with, at a family reunion. I couldn't make it at that time. I was going to be coming a few days later and <clears throat> because I was at work. But I had made some arrangements that I could leave early. So I go to work all day. I weed the garden for you, which we had like a really big garden at that time. At least I felt like it was big after all the weed picking I did. I made you a birthday cake. Yeah. I, I baked a birthday cake. And, and then I drove all night long to get to where you were at at the campsite yeah. to surprise you when you woke up that you would come out of the trailer and I was there with the Mm -hmm. birthday cake. It was so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. But it was like, I don't know if I would do that. Like, like, I'm just like, Oh man, that was so exhaust. Like I literally, I stayed up all day driving to get to where you were all night long. And anyways, I'm so glad I did it. But those are those crazy things where you're like, this makes the most sense. Like I'm going to do this. And and I, I should, like, it was a lot of fun. But I don't know, maybe I would sleep and, and then like... I think romance changes <laughs> okay. over the years okay. because that, it, it just it, it just changes, which is a good thing. Yeah. But like, I remember in our early years, I would listen to you talk about hockey for hours. <laughs> and like I, I still know nothing about hockey, so I don't think I was listening that well. But I would let you talk about it forever. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, wow, I just love being with you and hearing your voice and yeah. yeah. Yeah, all yeah. that crazy stuff. You're saying stuff. now it's not, you don't love the voice as much or <laughs> yeah. which way are you going? More selective, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But but then the years go by and, right? and then the things that we used to do, as we just said it, 
kind of seems like work yeah. or a waste of, depending what it is, a waste of money, yeah. right? Or a waste of time, a waste of energy, or not even just a waste. Of, yeah, it's, the, it's we, that I have no energy left, yeah. right? I'm totally spent because we have all these other responsibilities and people, yeah. right? If we have children, we have to right. be taking care of them. and Right, or no time in the schedule because yeah. of the children. Right, right. But romance can still be part of of a marriage relationship and that's why we wanted to talk about it here on the podcast we've experienced the the highs and the lows and the this didn't work and and the change of how it does progress and and it, it looks different yeah but it's still there and it can, it can be. still be fun and and right and so that's what we want to talk about but so as we let, let's start off let's define it so we kind of everyone has an understanding because i think what can happen is in any conversation we use a word so such as this we use the word romance <laughs> yeah and everyone's mind goes somewhere potentially different right. because we just define the word differently Potentially. Yeah. And so let's define it here and and really put a focus. How would we define it? Yeah. Well, actually, I did a Google search and (laughs) (laughs) it defined romance as uh, as when you were using it as a noun, it can mean a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. And it can also be used as a verb. Mm -hmm. And that means to court or to woo someone. Yeah. So, and actually in an article, it defined romance as the gestures, the compliments and gifts that may be given to our partner that causes them to have butterflies, mm-hmm. to feel seen and special and loved, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Right, right. And to be clear, like we believe that there's more is needed than just romance in a healthy relationship. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But today <laughs> we thought that it'd be fun to talk about romance and we're really really going to focus on the whole like wooing each other and like what that can look like. But before we get into how to cultivate it, why is this important? What have we found in our relationship when we woo each other? I think a big difference is it's it's that intentional wooing that can help hmm. prevent or correct that feeling of we're just roommates hmm. or we're just, you know, living together and maybe we see each other once in a while and working towards some common goals together but but it 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 adjusts that or it 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 fixes that feeling yeah and so it it can prevent that also totally and and here's the thing like we've been there right like we've been there with the the thoughts and the feelings and the sayings of we just feel like roommates the going in so many different directions and and things like that what else or, or what are your thoughts or what are some possibilities that can lead people to thinking we're just roommates or yeah i think i think one of those things could be that we've drifted away from each other in the busyness Mm. and the distractions and the responsibilities of life or maybe we haven't been dealing with our conflict or our issues we've gotten a, a lot of unresolved stuff in the relationship that's lying around and we're we're tripping over that or it's causing uh, resentment or bitterness or walls between us Mm. and that can definitely contribute to us feeling like roommates or even enemies right Mm -hmm. like like you're against me yeah and another possibility is that we just 
stop putting in the effort to mm. show that that kindness, that passion, that desire mm-hmm. towards each other. Maybe we just got a little bit lazy mm. or distracted. Um, our attention is elsewhere and start to take each other for granted. Right. It, totally. And and again, these are points that we can relate to in, in our life. And I, I think... I think of the couple right now or the individual right now that is listening to what you've just shared and kind of is like, you know, raising their hand saying, wow, I really identify with that or that's, I I feel or I sense that that's where we're headed towards. We're headed towards the roommate of just feeling like roommates or we're already there and I don't want to stay here or I don't want to continue down this path in terms of heading towards roommates. I I want us to grow closer together in that oneness. I I think of that couple that's raising their hand and really identifying with what we're saying right now. And we're not going to spend a lot of time like unpacking that in this session of the podcast, but I also didn't want to want to move past without addressing somebody that's saying, hey, that's me. Or, hey, that's us. I really under, un, identify there. What what would just real briefly or real quickly, what would be, you know, one thing or what, what would what would we say in this moment to those couples? Yeah, I think I think if there is drift or if there is unresolved issues, we need to, first of all, acknowledge that mm. and uh, and then take some steps to towards dealing with it. Um, you can come to a family life weekend getaway, set up an appointment with a counselor, start dealing with those issues and start putting in the effort to to course correct. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, if there's unresolved issues, those attempts at romance, to me, it feels insincere. Yeah. It's it's like you're, it's it's forced. It's like I'm glossing over what really happened, and like, hey, let's just not deal with it. Yeah. And now let me romance you past this situation without talking about it. Yeah, yeah. It just. um, And then that leaves unresolved issues. It misses the point. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, Well, at least now I understand what you're (laughs) saying. (laughs) Early on, I may not have always understood that, but you're right. Like. If we didn't address those, and if we still don't address those, it, it is really hard for us to move on in in wooing each other and, yeah. and feeling like that's a sincere act versus like what are you trying to get out of act kind of, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Right. I also would add like just in, in case like we've just stopped wooing each other. Like maybe there's couples out there and, and they're identifying as like, man, I feel like we're heading to roommates. That's what we're talking about here. But I also, you know, if we've just stopped wooing each other, I, I, I suggest like come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, what would make my spouse feel loved? What would make them feel seen and special? What would give him or her butterflies and like that big <laughs> smile again? So come up with a plan and then here, here it is. Here it is. Do the plan, right? Like, like, oh, so often we talk about like, oh, this is is how I would feel desired or this is how you you can pursue me or this is how we can work back wooing each other yeah and we're like yeah okay and then we wake up and we totally forget to do the plan right and yeah. so 
I would just encourage people to to not only talk about it, but then to do those things. Take that first step. Do the plan. Yeah. Um, Oh, and prepping. Prepping for the plan can be helpful. Anytime, like, if I've done, like, I'm going to do a health food kick, (laughs) I need to plan for it. I need to prep for it. And so I need to buy the right groceries. I need to get rid of the junk food options so that, (laughs) you know, at 9 o'clock I try to help get rid of them as fast (laughs) as I can for you. At 9 o'clock at night, instead of going for the chips, maybe I'll grab a vegetable or something and so but if I don't have that vegetable there and ready and easily accessible I'm I'm not I'm not going to be successful and so I know for ourselves you love gifts and so there's been times where I see something that I'm like oh Sheldon would love this I buy it and I tuck it away and wait for an opportunity to give it to you and so that that prep Um, can be really helpful in executing the plan. (laughs) Yeah, and I love those gifts. And I just want to let you know, the opportunity is always there. Okay. You know, a Wednesday, just because it's Wednesday, (laughs) that's good. Or, you know, Saturday, like, I'm good. Oh, you cut the grass. Here you go. Like, anyways, I'm just saying I'm good with... I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Whatever is there. All right. Here's some other things that we have found in our relationship when we woo each other it's really helped us to feel seen to feel known that that like that we matter to each other like you're important and so you just alluded to like you'll buy gifts and tuck it away that that makes me feel seen when i buy you a gift and i write a note with it or leave a note or just tell you what i appreciate about you like that's wooing you and or if we're watching a show and i say hey can i just give you a massage for no other reason because you like massages Mm -hmm. and, and you have a tight neck and that helps you in those like to loosen your neck and so there's no hidden meaning it's just the fact that I want to do something nice for you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I, want I want to bless you. I want to woo you in the relationship. <laughs> and so that that helps both of us to feel seen. Yeah. 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 And, and that really grows our friendship. Yeah. Because that's going to help with that fun and that passion and that connection and all those wonderful things mm-hmm. that are part of a marriage relationship. And so it really grows our friendship. Right. Which then actually in all these things helps us to navigate conflict. Yeah. Now that may come as a surprise to our listeners. You know, like they're here's Sheldon and Valerie, they're on marriage talk, they work for Family Life Canada. All they do is like research, eat, <laughs> breathe, sleep, marriage. They, they must be so perfect. Yeah, they never fight. Never fight. Never before hitting a podcast or hitting record do they have an argument. No, that would never happen to them. I want to give you a spoiler alert. It happens. Yes. It happens it even sometimes right before we hit record on a podcast where we have to talk some things through and so but wooing each other really helps us to navigate through these conflicts because it's keeping the warmth yeah alive in the relationship we need all those other things of the conflict or like we need conflict or no no the romance conflict actually is necessary you have to deal with your issues right so yeah you do actually need healthy conflict that's that's the that's That's the the distinguisher there but yeah that that romance it does help with that and it keeps the passion and that spark alive right right so we're not just I don't know what the right word is, just kind of making it through. It it, yeah. it, it brings some fun and something different and new, a bit of that mystery that yeah. was talked about in the, the Google definition. Yeah, I think it also helps with kind of that the mundane, yeah. right? Just the mundane of life, the mundane of 
Even marriage, like, I mean, honestly, we have been together in our lives longer than we've been apart from each other. Yeah. Like where we're at in our life stage and our marriage. And so there can just be this familiarity, which is awesome. But that familiarity can also begin to just dull things, uh, potentially. Yeah, if we take it for each other for granted. Right. Or we can woo each other even 20 plus years into marriage, 30 plus years in the marriage, 40 plus years in the marriage, like that list goes on and on. And that will help keep that passion and that spark alive. It's going to look different, right? From the teenage Sheldon and Valerie dating to the 20 year old Sheldon and Valerie married to where we are now in our 40s married. Like the passion and the spark, it, it looks different, but it can still be alive and this is what we're talking about, yeah. meeting each other, well, really. Simple example that recently just happened. My mom just had her birthday, and she has wanted one of those uh, foam-floating oh, right. kind of docks that you can take with you wherever. It's not a dock. It's a giant foam-floaty yeah. that multiple people can be on, and you can jump off and stuff. She's wanted one for years. And this year, my dad bought one for yeah. her for her birthday. Surprised her. Surprised her, through. yes. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's it's things like that that like I see you, I know you, I care about you, yeah. and I want to bless you. Yeah, so good, so good. Even when you're getting up there in years. Whoa, I was like, where are you? Taking I didn't this? say the old word. Yeah, no, we didn't. We don't want to call your parents old. They no. do listen to the podcast, and that would be terrible if yes. we said old parents, right? Like that's not that's not good. Yeah, not no. going to say that. So let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> so hey, how can how can we cultivate it? And I don't just mean like you and I, but how can couples, you know, how, what does it look like? How can we cultivate wooing each other? How can we cultivate romance? I think it's going to look different for each relationship and mm. each person because we're all different, right? And so having a conversation about why romance is important to you and, and what it does for you is a really great place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having those honest conversations, talking about what wooing looks like you know and and we allude to this a little bit because again it can look different for different people it can look different for the different stages of life and then do those things right like we just finished saying that a little bit ago but this is so important to understand it's going to look different in each relationship and it may not look well it's not going to look like hollywood right (laughs) like it's not going to look like those things and it may not even look like what our parents do it may not even look like what our friends do yeah what is our definition what works for us in our relationship and let's live in that yeah not trying to what's the saying live up to keep the joneses, up with the joneses. Keep, up with the, keep up with the joneses <laughs> i'm sorry if your name says jones out there but like let's not live in that mentality you know let's not live in this like oh i wish i was like them i wish we were like that Let's understand what wooing looks like in our relationship and then let's go after those things. Yeah, and we can be inspired by somebody else's relationship because yeah, maybe we right. don't know. Maybe yeah, we ha- we just don't even know where to start or how to begin. And sometimes we can see somebody else and be yeah. like, oh, I really like that. How can I incorporate mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. custom fit it to our relationship? Right. Yeah, and, and we've done that. Yeah. There's people that we've looked up to and like, oh, let's do that. Yeah. Like, oh, they take a weekend retreat. Oh, oh, hey, that would be good in our marriage yeah. or whatever it might be, right? We, we've we done that in, in ourselves. 
Hey, another thing that I think helps to cultivate it is this has helped us to schedule it, right? Like, yes, like we need to make space to be spontaneous and create some white space in our calendar. But really for us, it was, especially when we were trying to relearn this wooing process with each other. Friendship. Friendship. We really needed to schedule it. And now we're in a, we seem to be... Yeah, always in a busy season of our life. <laughs> We're very involved in our... I keep thinking it's going to end. It's going to slow down and then it doesn't. I know. I know. But... But again, if we're not intentional about scheduling these things, about being on the lookout for little gifts, about scheduling dates, right? Like these things for us necessarily aren't happening. There are times where we can be spontaneous and we are and and work that out. But, you know, schedule it is good. And you know what? If if money is tight, you might be thinking that all sounds amazing, but (laughs) there's no room in the budget. Yeah. Is it possible to to try to set aside a little bit of money? And if you're trying to save up for something that's a little bit more expensive, it might take a little bit longer, but just start kind of squirreling that little bit of money a few dollars away. And and there's lots of things we can do that are romantic that don't cost anything. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's saving up for a little bit. Other times it's just being really creative. Mm -hmm. And then we can actually enjoy the event or whatever it is we're doing and not be stressed thinking like, oh, can we afford this or this or that? We've budgeted for it. We've got some money set aside. And uh, and then, yeah, schedule those dates and that time together mm-hmm. and be open to the spontaneous romance, right? Yeah. It, it's easy if our spouse it suddenly gets an idea or wants to do something spontaneous. It's so easy to dismiss them and be like, no, I've got dishes to do. I've got this report to finish or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But to, to have some healthy boundaries on our work and those kinds of things to allow ourselves to be playful, mm-hmm. to be spontaneous, to be sweet or maybe flirty <laughs> or whatever it is that yeah. you enjoy as a couple. Right. In your relationship. Yeah. It's interesting. Like when we talk about romance and dates and those things, like we always seem to go to potentially like the extravaganza, like, oh, get a hotel or go out for an expensive meal and go to a movie. And those things are great. And and they are part, they could be part of wooing each other, but they don't have to be. I remember I was talking to this one couple and they're very maxed to their schedule. They were beginning to drift and they were like, we don't want this to, to continue. Like, what, what can we do? And we got talking and I asked the question of like, okay, so what does a date look like to you? And then the husband shared, he's like, oh, well, obviously with where we're at and how busy we are right now, she would want me to take her out for dinner, get a hotel, find a babysitter for the kids. And he goes on and on. And then she, so then I asked her the question and she's like, you know what, a cup of coffee and just like sitting down together or a walk together or and so I'm like, oh, so really all you're asking for is time together. <laughs> and they're both like, oh, yeah, that is all we need. Yeah. I'm like, but see, you're defining it differently. And it wasn't until they came together and like, this is how I define it, where then even for the husband, his stress load went down because he's like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> and then even like, we can afford that. And it was just... 
Right, like it was, but they just were missing each other because they defined it differently yeah, in different their Different expectations. Minds. Yeah, and so scheduling it, but talking about it, and it can look different. And it also, when it comes to this too, like after the conversation about talking about scheduling or what wooing each other would look like, it's really important to share the workload, right? And so if we are planning to go on a vacation somewhere, it's not like, oh, okay, you plan it, yeah. see you later, and just tell me when to be there. Now, that might work for some, and that might be the agreed-upon approach, but it doesn't have to be. Like, we can share those things. We can be like, hey, okay, I'll take care of booking the hotel, or I'll take care of buying the, the movie tickets, or finding a babysitter, or planning, it. planning yeah. the, making sure the kids are in bed in time so you and I can sit down at eight o'clock tonight or whatever it might look like, but sharing that workload. Well, and if it's the spontaneous thing and you're like, hey, let's go do this right now and and you drop the dishes or the report or whatever it is, then to not just leave it there, (laughs) right? When when your romantic whatever is done to go back and help your spouse. Because then if we we don't do that, that, that's part of the thoughtfulness. We're... We're then taking, we're trying to bless our spouse, but we're also being blessed in whatever it is we're doing. But then we're leaving that that whatever work it was yeah. sitting there and then our spouse has to go home to that. And so to be thoughtful in those ways can really make a difference, especially with the, the spontaneous and the right. planning as well. For sure, for sure. And then have fun. Yeah. Like, like have fun uh, wooing each other. Th- this relationship marriage like it it should be fun and we should have this light and and this fun aroma and i think wooing each other can be part of that fun Uh, thinking of you know what would bless our spouse being a good sport and trying things that your spouse asks you to try whether it's your thing or not maybe it will be maybe it won't be but you know still be honest like we talked about even last night about because i said hey we should go frisbee uh, no, disc golf. I said, hey, we should go do disc golf. And you're like, yeah, like maybe for like three holes. I'm like, oh, like I thought. And you're like, well, we're not really good at it. And so it's just it's like is the same thing over and over. But here's the thing too. I was like, okay, let's just do three holes then. Yeah. Like, right? Like, so we still do the disc golf. We still have fun and we don't push it to where it's now not fun anymore. Yeah. And, and so... You know, you're willing to do that. I'm willing to that dial up, dial back, and all those things, but have fun doing it. That, that's what we're trying to say. But in the fun, be honest with each other as you go through it. Yeah, and one time with the whole fun theme, uh, we, for our anniversary, we decided we were going to go go-karting, that's and so we hate these pretty greasy burgers uh, at but the they're snack so shack. Good. It's, it's like this, like building on the side of a highway you would drive by and like i don't think i'm gonna eat there but oh it's so good you need anyways it's so good and it was so much fun it was it was a season where we like the thought of getting dressed up and going to a nice restaurant it wasn't appealing we Uh were like we want something fun we want something different yeah and so that was romantic even though it might not be the standard or typical definition of romance yeah we have lots of memories it was a lot of fun to do that one more suggestion of what this could look like is to you know kiss each other for six seconds a day (laughs) and and then hug now that may be like what are you talking oh and and here's the thing kiss each other with no other intent like there is a 
we can kiss each other without it pursuing further past a kiss. Actually, a friend of ours, I was talking with him this week, and he shared this with me that he started doing this. And I said, oh, man, this should be a challenge we give to all the husbands on our staff is like, but we don't tell our wives. Like everyone just starts. (laughs) Cats out of the bag. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. All right. Uh, Anyways, but but like, let's kiss our wives for six seconds every day and let's just see what happens in the relationship because he started doing this and he didn't tell his wife. He must have liked doing case studies on himself as well like I do. But <laughs> one day he missed it and she comes up to him and she's like, hey, you haven't kissed me yet today. Like, what's going on? Right? And like, so it's just a fun thing that they're doing. But it is part of that romantic, the sparks, the like... To, to just kiss for six seconds. I, I don't know if there's research on it. I think there is, but I, I didn't look past it after this well, conversation. Well, six seconds doesn't sound like much when you say six seconds, but yeah. if you actually kiss that long when you're normally just giving it like a quick kiss goodbye or a quick kiss hello, yeah. it does feel longer. Yeah. All it's right. like you notice it. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> marriage talk podcast listeners, we got a challenge for us all. Let's <laughs> let's kiss for six seconds. Our spouse. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, totally, totally. Kiss our spouse for six seconds. Let's see what it is. Let's do a case study all together. And we're going to try it. And let's report back on, on later on. Anyways. Yeah, that's that, a lot about romance. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> but you know what? If we do have that unresolved conflict, if we've got issues lying around, romance is going to feel fake. It's going to feel forced. Mm-hmm. Or it going to feel like we're doing it to try to make up for something that was said or done rather than dealing with the issue and it's going to miss the mark of showing love so we do have to be aware of that and if we're if we're trying to woo each other and pursue that romance to start dealing with those issues as well that's going to make a big difference let's say this as we begin to wrap up as well as to keep expectations realistic yeah i said this a little bit earlier briefly but really you know, Hollywood, reality TV shows, all that stuff. It can be fun to watch, but it can also really set us up for unrealistic (laughs) expectations that are, you know, that our spouse will be able to read our mind or rent a private helicopter and (laughs) fly us to an island where we have, and it's already laid out the picnic baskets and the fruit and (laughs) all those things, right? Like, like it's all fun, but at the same time, like it it is a a TV show. They call it reality TV, (laughs) but like, honestly, it's not accurate. No, that's not reality. Like, I'm sorry, Valerie, but I'm probably not going to be able to rent you a helicopter and fly you somewhere so we could have oh man my day's just ruined (laughs) i I was expecting that (laughs) yeah but like but we can right and we can build up these unrealistic hopes of of what wooing could look like we have to talk about what it feels like for romance to each other and and we've talked about those things here as well and it's going to look different but at the same time let's not set ourselves up for unrealistic expectations. Let's keep the expectations realistic for our situation, for the stage of life that we're in. It's going to look different depending on where we're at in in our stage of life, in our stage of marriage and what's going on. And so let's just, can I just say like, like, let's take a deep breath and let's just keep things realistic as we move forward. And Um, if we haven't practiced this in our relationship and it's been a while, 
be open to each other's feedback because mm. you might try something and think, oh, that's going to be amazing and it misses the mark <laughs> and it doesn't connect with our spouse. And so be open to that feedback because there mm. might be a time where you have to do some some adjusting in, in learning how to speak your spouse's romance language, mm. so to speak. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, actually, there is a, a resource out there by Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott called Better Love. Now, we haven't done this exact resource, but we've done one very slim, similar by them. And we're going to put that in our show notes for you, a link to this resource. And so it might be a good starting place to help unpack and begin to identify understanding ourselves personally and then identifying some things within the relationship that it might be a, a, a good great springboard springboard for some great conversation yeah dealing with some issues and understanding how to love each other and romance each other that's right better yeah and we've used their premarital one and and this one looks very very similar and that's why we're saying this is what it, it, it looks like it's, so we've had some experience with it just not this exact resource but we think it would really be a potential helpful resource as always, we love to end with some questions, some processing, some things for us to work through together. Valerie, want to throw out some questions here Sure, today? sure. So what does wooing look like to you? What is one thing you could do for your spouse today to woo them? Such great questions. We hope that you have fun processing them. Now, we haven't said this in a bit, but if you are enjoying the podcast, you know what? Please leave a review, provide a rating, even forward the podcast to friends and family. It'll help spread the word about marriage talk and, you know, all that algorithm stuff <laughs> that I don't fully understand, but it helps with it. To, that's what they tell us. Yeah, that's what they tell us to help spread the word about marriage talk. We want to say again, thanks for joining us and we will talk with you next week. Bye.